Support comes from the Missouri Forest Products Association, providing more than 41,000 jobs in the production of wood pallets, railroad ties, white oak barrels, hardwood floors, and more. Details at ChooseWood.com. From St. Louis Public Radio. This is St. Louis on the Air. I'm Elaine Cha. It's been well documented that black maternal mortality rates in Missouri are among some of the highest in the United States. And with the near total ban on abortions in Missouri, the demand for full spectrum black doulas and midwives is spurring growth that was already happening. Joining me in studio to talk about that demand and what's driving it is Andrea Henderson, race, identity, and culture reporter for St. Louis Public Radio. Now, let's first talk about a full-spectrum doula. What is a full-spectrum doula, and how do doulas and midwives differ? Yeah, so doulas offer emotional and physical support. Um, Many of them, you know, they go with them to maybe doctor's visits, or they come home and they do prenatal um, consultations. They talk about their birthing plans. Um, They also will help you, say, if you want prenatal yoga or exercising, nutrition. Um, They do, you know, just about anything that can emotionally and physically support you through the pregnancy and postpartum. Um, Now, they do not... um, help with childbirth in any way, like delivering babies, that's what midwives do. They actually can deliver babies, but doulas are there just to emotionally and physically support. Okay. Now, what is it that brought you to the realization that there is an increasing demand for black doulas in our region specifically? Yeah, you know, I just was kind of on social media looking at people talking about doulas and talking about midwives and um, either they're where they were concerned about it, thinking about it, or just um, talking about it in general. And then I just started thinking about, you know, there are, um, Missouri has a high maternal mortality rate. And I was just thinking like, you know, if this is happening across the nation, then I'm pretty sure women in St. Louis are talking about it as well. And I found a couple of women here. um, I've spoken with a few doulas here that were talking about that they are receiving more calls now, um, especially since um, the pandemic. And women are really just trying to, um, black women are really just trying to take their births back. That's what they're saying. Mm-hmm. They want to have healthy babies and actually come out alive when they leave out of the hospital. So maternal health is not just about what happens at the time of birth. It's all of all of what goes into, into care before that. Now, you spoke with Carmen Shelton, who is a full-spectrum doula. She opened her own company in St. Louis two years ago, right around the, the time of the start of the pandemic. She told you her mission as a doula is to empower Black women during childbirth and prepare them for any scenario. It almost feels like I'm going into a battlefield every single time. I like always like naturally like birth start and I'm very excited, but I always have that underlying like like pit in my stomach, a little bit of that anxiety just sitting in my chest. Like, okay, like we're about to go into this hospital and I feel like I have to put on my armor on, not just for myself, but for my clients as well. And it never fails. Every single time it's time for me to go into a birth, I feel like I have to put on that armor. I feel like I have to 
when we're pre- preparing during pregnancy, prepare my clients for any scenario that could happen so that they can have their armor on too. So Andrea, she had spoken there, Carmen, about armor and sort of a baseline of anxiety. In light of that, why is the empowerment component so key, especially given Missouri's gravely high rate of Black maternal mortality? Yeah, it's so many Black women, not only the ones that I've reported on here in the city, um, but just in my life in general that complain about uh, whether they have been discriminated against inside of the hospital setting, whether it was given birth or for anything else, but mainly women here um, in the city or in the region, they were talking, black women were talking about um, just the way that they're treated inside of the hospital system while they're giving birth um, in the labor and delivery room. I know Carmen said that, um, you know, it's not only just the mother. Sometimes she, um, the reason why she has to put on her armor as well is because she's been uh, faced with some of this discrimination and, you know, she's also, as a doula, um, being not heard or being not um, taken as seriously because she's not a medical doctor or she's not a nurse. Mm -hmm. And she's had, you know, conversations with medical teams about, you know, oh, you're not a nurse or you're not a doctor, so you don't know what you're talking about. So she has to put on her armor as well. Mm -hmm. And so she was just like, if I have to do that, if they're treating me this way, then I'm pretty sure a woman who is giving birth or a pregnant person who is giving birth is especially a black woman is actually going through this even more. Mm -hmm. So she's just there to make sure that she's empowering them as well as making sure that everything is okay and she's able to advocate for them as well. You also spoke with Asia Jacobs, who's another full spectrum doula in St. Louis. And Asia's helped 22 women give birth so far. That's a lot of a lot of babies and a lot of mothers and families, right? And from what she told you, it sounds like her interest in doula work, a little bit like Carmen's too, was inspired by her own experience giving birth. How common, Andrea, was it um, when you were doing your reporting and speaking with people that those who are doing doula work have that personal connection to um, negative experiences? Yeah. Um Asia, she actually is a mother of one, and she said about 10 years ago, she had the same thing happen to her. Um, You know, she was going through her giving birth, and the nurses did not listen to her. She wanted to have a, she didn't want to have an epidural, but they kept pushing her, pushing her, and pushing her to have an epidural, and she continued to say, no, 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 you're not listening to me. So that is the reason why she wants to make sure that other women do not have that experience. They have someone in the middle for them to be able to say, hey, this is what is on her birth plan. She does not want this or she does want this. And you need to listen to her as a black woman and see her. So somebody who is supporting the, the mother's agency, yeah. ability to make choices. Asia also told you that her workload quadrupled last year. So uh, like 22 times four. No, no. <laughs> no. So, so you know, she started in November. She opened up her company in November 2020. She kind of um, 
settled into, you know, the business and trying to find new clients. So she only really um, started in, I think, the summer of 2021. And she had about four babies at that time that she was able to support or mothers that she was able to support. And then the following year, she had about 17 or 18 of them. So that's how she got those 22 um, women. But, you know, when you think about it, it's only 12 months in a year. So maybe she has one or two births Mm -hmm. every month. But that's still quite, quite that's a, a lot. lot. Yeah. <laughs> and what do we know about how many black doulas there are presently in this region? Yeah, so I know that um, there are a few places that have um, doulas um, available for black women and they offer those services. Um, like I know um, the African Doula Project in the North St. Louis area and also Jamaa Birth Village. The um, owner of the company says she trained about 200 doulas. So at least we know there are about 200 black doulas here in the city of St. Louis or in the in the region. Mm-hmm. Uh, so are there currently enough to go around? I mean, based on what Asia has told you, there's not. We've talked about some of the training. Does it seem like there has been an uptick in interest in becoming doulas? Yeah, she says she's, you know, always getting requests or she's always getting people asking, like, how do I become a doula? Or, you know, they're interested in it. And also the fun fact is, you know, when she goes out into the field and when she's um, providing her services to her clients, she's also, you know, kind of giving them the spirit to want to actually become a doula. I know when I was there um, reporting with some of her clients, she I asked them, you know, does this kind of give you any thoughts about wanting to be a doula? Um, maybe for your friends or your family or, you know, just doing it out of, you know, the love of your heart. And they would, they both said, you know, hey, yeah, this is something that I'll, I'll think about. If not, I'll at least tell other people this is an option as well. Mm-hmm. Now, in talking about birth workers and mothers, it is all too easy to overlook family and partners who benefit from the skills, the guidance, the support that doulas in particular offer, as well as midwives you know, in the birth process. What did you glean about that from your reporting, Andrea? Yeah. Um, so I spoke with one of the partners of Denitria Thomas, the partner of Denitria Thompson. Um, she um, was a nice, sweet young lady, and her partner, Anthony Holmes, he was just there per- preparing the meals and preparing the the family um, for, you know, whatever they needed, especially for Denitria, a nice, sweet man. But he, I asked him, you know, how was this for you? And he was just like, oh, it was such an ease. So he was thankful to have a doula in the presence of um, his baby. Having a doula, being, you know, going through this pregnancy was the smoothest and, you know, most successful I've been through. And so that was uh, Denitria Thompson's partner, Anthony Holmes. Um, There's clearly a a lot going on in the background, but these partners and and family support is not merely background. They're really a big part of what you are seeing, right? Yeah. Yeah. On the legal side of things, the overturning of Roe v. Wade is most associated immediately with abortion, which, as we mentioned at the top, in Missouri, means a near total ban on abortions. When it comes to midwifery services, how has that ban affected midwifery services so far? Yeah, I think the changes 
um, with the band actually were good for midwifery services. Um, I don't have the statistics on how many people started requesting midwifery services here in the St. Louis region because of the um, near total ban, but I do know that there was a um, a, a law in place that uh, Mayor Cheshire Jones signed here in St. Louis called the Reproductive Equity Fund Bill, and they appropriated funds from the American Rescue Act um, fund that they have here available in the city to fi- about $500,000 to doula support, um, reproductive care services, and um, lactation support. So they were able to receive some funds from that to be able to assist those women who may not be able to um, get an abortion if they would have liked an abortion before the ban. Mm -hmm. Missouri lawmakers are also looking to address the state's poor maternal mortality rates. What is it that they're considering? Yeah, so Representative Jamie Johnson out of Kansas City, she just recently filed a bill to make sure that or to require um, insurance carriers here in the state to provide doula support services and um, and midwifery services, let that be something that they will take on and they'll be able to carry um, underneath um, this bill. But midwifery services are already um, a part of Missouri's law. You just have to um, file for reimbursement, but doula services is not um, a part of the law. It is not supported in the yeah. same way. Andrea, do you think that this growth and demand for doulas among black women is going to do what often happens is that black community sort of dials into something that is beneficial and advantageous and that it has an effect on like the, the larger mainstream population. I hope so. You know, I'm just happy that a lot of black women are actually understanding that they do have support, um, especially when it comes to when they're having a baby. Um, Me personally, I have friends that have gone through traumatic births, and I would like to see, you know, an an uptick in requests for these doula services. So I hope so. Andrea Henderson is the race, identity, and culture reporter for St. Louis Public Radio. She spoke with us about the growing demand for black doulas in Missouri. Andrea, thank you so much. Thank you. This episode was produced, engineered, and edited by Emily Woodbury. Podcast designed by Aaron Dorr. Our production intern is Avery Rogers. Alex Hoyer is our executive producer. St. Louis on the Air is a production of St. Louis Public Radio. Understanding starts here. Our podcast proudly supports St. Louis artists by using music from Life Creative Group. Do you find yourself regularly listening to episodes of St. Louis on the Air? Suggest us to a friend you think might enjoy our conversations. And leave us a review and rating on Apple Podcasts on the App Store. It's the simplest way to help people discover our show. Thanks. St. Louis Public Radio is a member-supported service of the University of Missouri-St. Louis. Support comes from the Missouri Forest Products Association, 
committed to conservation and careful management of the state's forests to make them more resilient and better habitats for wildlife. Choosewood.com.